0: Welcome to the Phoenix Magazine Podcast. This is beer review number 36, start of season two, first one of 2023. I am Matt Johnson, the director of digital content for the magazine, and my co-host, Johan, that you've heard on 35 of these other episodes. He is not here today, uh, but for good reasons. We would like to congratulate Johan and his lovely wife, Mallory, on the birth of of little baby Emma Noel. Cutie baby, congrats to both of them. On this week's episode, it's all about these New Year's resolutions of Drinking more beer, of course, right? You want to drink more beer in 2023 than you did in 2022. Well, that's going to be difficult for me. I'm um, just kidding. Of course, we are, are talking about uh, setting goals for fitness while also being able to enjoy the beer that we love because why else would we be doing this podcast if we didn't love beer so much, right? So we have uh, Justin Cross, who's the CEO and founder of Earn Your Booze, a local like fitness and apparel company. Uh, they just did a collaboration with Grand Canyon Brewing, Company up in uh, Williams, and we have their director of sales, Alex Phillips, both came to our studio here in Phoenix to have a fun discussion about different goals, how to work out, and uh, you know why why you should um, tr- earn the beers that you drink, and a lot of goings on at uh, at Grand Canyon Brewing. A little bit of a teaser from Alex about maybe a potential Valley. Grand canyon location we'll find that out soon so um sit back enjoy grab a beer make sure to earn your booze do some push-ups here i want you to do 10 right now and then 10 at the end of the episode i'm gonna do them with you sit back enjoy the episode All right, we welcome in two very special guests to uh, the Arizona beer community, the Arizona fitness community. I wanna welcome in Alex Phillips, the director of marketing and sales at Grand Canyon Brewing Company. Alex, good to see you. Hello. And we also have Justin Cross, the founder and CEO of Earn It, Earn Your Booze. Justin, what's going on?
1: What's up, buddy? Thanks it, for having us.
0: Yeah, Good to see you guys. Now, we bring you in together here, Grand Canyon Brewing and Earn Your Booze, a fitness company and a beer company, right? but you guys collabed not a lot of people think that might go together. Talk about your collaboration on this new beer uh, and how it kind of came together.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're right. A lot of people do say fitness and fun can't necessarily go together, but uh, I stand strongly against that. So we started <laughs> earning boost five years ago because we wanted people to work harder on whatever they do, especially on their health and their business and in their life um, in order to earn the finer things in life. And, you know, a lot of people like us, you know, like to have some beers or some whiskey or some wine or something. And we know that's not necessarily healthy for us. So earned Your Booze was basically created to get people to think more about what they're putting in their body, whether it's you know food, water, or alcohol. And um, we kicked it off five years ago and Grand Canyon Brewing Company's been a big partner of ours over the years. We've done uh, events together. We've done all sorts of media together. Alex and I have become great friends, and I, I originally moved out here to open a brewery back in the day. So I have I have a bit of a, of a beer background. I like brewing. I like beer. I like the beer community. Um, so Alex and I hit it off a handful of years ago, and I've always wanted to have a beer. Alex and I have been always looking for different ways to work together because uh, our companies actually... Do pair pretty well, and here we are with the beer beerson in front of us right now.
0: Did you um are do you offer any kind of brewing advice to them at, at, by chance, or do you have any kind of favorite recipes that you uh you lend to
1: them from time to time? Yeah, I just I tell them make sure it doesn't suck. You know?
0: <laughs> that's that's always good. You never yeah. want beer to
2: suck, right, Alex? Easy instructions. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, New Year's resolutions for a lot of people, you know, kind of kicking in right now. Uh, people obviously want to get back back into shape. If you're like me, and maybe over the last I don't know four or five weeks. You've kind of fallen in love with craft beer a little bit too much, maybe a little bit of <laughs> bourbon too much, you know, grandma's cookies too much. So, uh, Justin, tell me a little bit about um, your your program. Someone like me that I just described wants to get back into it. What's kind of a good way to, to kind of ease myself in or... Should I ease myself in or should I just go right
1: for it? That's a great question. And that's exactly what we teach at earnitallacademy.com. Because the number one question we've had over the five years of Earned Your Booze is, hey, Justin, I like this lifestyle or these events or this apparel but what does that mean how do I earn it what do I actually need to do to drink this beer and have this kind of fun weekend you know food Um, so that's what we teach right so especially now over the holidays I I get it right yeah a lot of people there's a lot of holiday parties there's a lot of cocktail parties there's people in town everyone's making pies and and all the food that we don't normally have so a lot of people are feeling sluggish and they're feeling slow and they're feeling a little behind the, the curve right now right so most important thing is is to just start moving even something as simple as walking can be very effective oh yeah so just start moving make sure you're hydrating because i know like in arizona we're conditioned for it to be really hot and that's typically when we drink water but right now it's cold and so a lot of people's water consumption is down so make sure you're still consuming enough water which is typically about an ounce per body weight so i try to just go for like or half yeah and i try to go for like a gallon of water a day Something like that. So basically, just make sure you just start moving. And like you said, you don't have to jump right in and like all of a sudden become a fitness pro. And yeah, you know, just go do crazy like your with your
0: workout, it. your forty-five minute workouts yeah. on, that we see on your Instagram, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because like the problem is, is like a lot of people will jump into fitness now in January, mm-hmm. but they try to do too much. They try to have a very strict diet of chicken broccoli rice, no alcohol. They try to go really hard in the gym, and before you know it, they hate what they're eating, they hate how sore they are, and they're done and they give up like a week or two in maybe right so right we help you no matter where you're at in life get to your goal if that's like losing fat or putting muscle on or just like feeling maybe looking a little better we help you do it in manageable bites so you can get long-term results from it and that's essentially why we exist is to help people look feel and function better
0: yeah well we've had you know obviously a lot of rain here to start the new year so not really a dry january for us um (laughs) that's a sorry that i stole that from social media it's been going around um alex why don't we as i crack one of these the dead hanger pale ale tell us a little bit about the the beer and um kind of what we can expect from this beer and where we can get it Certainly.
2: Um so when we set out to make a beer having something full flavored, full bodied, worth earning was kind of the idea, right? So lagers are great. They take a while. Um, but you know, earning a lager doesn't feel as satisfying, right? Like like Justin said, these things aren't great for us, right? Like I mean, we can all just be honest about that. But all things in moderation and like for instance, I'm on the earn it all current um total recreation program right now and um it has become like more satisfying at the end and I'm, it's, it's funny because i'm just trying to stay on brand with the whole thing right so uh at the end of the day if i've done real good i can have two beers if i've done okay i can have one and if i have not done well i can have none right and so i actually look forward to this at the end of the day like sometimes just drinking like a pilsner is like reflexive like i'm off work crack it's time to enjoy beer right sure so that's that's the idea that's the ethos and then Classic craft beer is pale ale, right? Uh, it's my it's my favorite style. Yeah, it's it's our brewers' favorite style. Like our horseshoe bend pale ale is like a, a popular beer from us here in Nevada. Put craft beer on the map with a pale ale. Yep, and this is a modern take on the same style, right? Like hazy IPAs have become popular in the last several years when we've discovered that boiling hops for shorter amounts of time near the end of the boil leads to juicier, sweeter, and more. Rounded flavors instead of like the bitter harshness and uh, sometimes overwhelmingly uh, like piney bitterness of of hops generally in the West Coast. So it's it's approachable in the fact that almost anyone can drink this beer. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it definitely has like a lot of tropical. You're going to get some stone fruit in there. Yeah. I just cracked uh, and
0: poured and my first taste. I get a lot of uh, the the grapefruit is lingering on the back of yeah, the I was tongue just, there. just it's, about to say, yeah. When, yeah. You, when
2: you finish it, it definitely finishes with a strong grapefruit. For, for sure. sure. Certainly. Um, I have a thing for stone fruit. So we kind of wanted to kind of aim for that. Like stone fruit has, and most stone fruits are round, but it has this like rounded like mouthfeel, right? Where it's... Mm-hmm soft and like it's not as intrusive as citrus but then it finishes nice with citrus right it's like it's almost like um it's accentuating the grapefruit up and then out and then you know those are so unfortunately really easy to drink
0: <laughs> <laughs> they always a, always a problem when they're too easy to drink
2: certainly we keep it at six eight so it's very manageable to drink mm-hmm. uh it's got 12 ibus <laughs> uh you know it's a it's a hazy beer and it's a hazy pail. We just call it dead hanger hazy because pale ale or IPA are mostly interchangeable words. I, I know there's style differences. Whole quit, quit screaming in your in, in your car. Get it. Um, but when when you go to the hazy, the the lines blur a lot more, right? And so I didn't want something as overwhelming as an IPA that needed as much sweetness or all, all the things that come with a hazy IPA, right? There's kind of like an expectation of that. But this is just—it's a great. The, the way I try to say it, it's a great trailer if you want to go pursue uh, a more aggressive and opaque hazy beers, right? Yeah. Um, this is a great trailer for that. And it's a, a beer, like I said, worth earning. And um, we haven't really... It's funny because I said I'd never do a hazy. And here I am with making hazies. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah,
0: and like, did did he arm wrestle you on that or something? And he won? Is that what happened?
2: Uh, Honestly, um, my mind is easily changed by people I like, so Mm -hmm. it wasn't very hard at all.
1: And like Alex is saying, like, we didn't want to come out with like a a light beer, like some people might suspect, you know, like, like you were saying like, okay, if a fitness company is collaborating with a brewery, what are they doing? Are they doing a a low alcohol, like a, you know, a lager? Are we doing a non-alcoholic beer, possibly something like that? And we said, no, you don't have to worry about the carbs and the calories in this because we are the company that shows you how to earn this beer. You know, a lot of people won't, a lot of trainers won't. They say chicken, broccoli, rice, no booze. Uh, They frown upon booze. And there's even a lot of trainers out there that are actually in your face uh, Uh, jerks about it if you do like to have some drinks on the weekend and that's not us at all right you know so we're not we're not saying that you can't drink uh, but we do teach you how to earn it and sometimes that does mean uh learning true moderation for some people or maybe cutting back you know uh, a bit but like we are the last uh, fitness brand out there that's going to tell you to you can't enjoy the fruits of your labor.
0: Yeah, because you're. Um, you know I was looking through. If you look on your website, your apparel brand is also to earn your whiskey or earn your bourbon, right. or earn your donuts, or earn your wine. It's not just about you know beer or whatever, but it's some of those other things that um, you might look at and be like, well, I I I really need to to earn that today before I.
1: Yeah, and get it, into like it. you nailed it. If you look at what's on our shirts, it's typically the things that don't just fit into a, like a. A, a standard nutrition strategy mm-hmm. right it's yeah. not it's all it's not saying earn your grilled chicken breast yeah there's know? no earn your carrots no. right but- no <laughs> so we do donuts uh tequila whiskey tacos you know things like that that are typically seen as like a maybe a reward or a treat or uh like some people might say a cheat meal or something like that like if we're, we just acknowledge if we're going to put those certain kind of things in your body cool let's work a little bit harder for it let's have a plan to to fit that in and that way you can still enjoy like your fitness journey whatever that looks like for you. We want you to enjoy it. That's the whole point. That's why people fall off is because they don't enjoy it. They get a plan that's unobtainable. It's too much. It's overwhelming. And then they they never get results. Mm -hmm. So we're saying, hey, look, we know how to do it because we've trained thousands of people. But we can also relate to you no matter what you do with your lifestyle. If you're in the beer industry, if you're in entertainment or if you're, you know, working behind a desk, we can help you with whatever your goal is and still have fun along the way.
0: Yeah. Well, what about like drinking while working out or vice versa? Like some of those, you know, you have those beer runs or something where you're drinking along the way or... What's your opinion on those? Do those like hurt people, harm people? I've always thought they're they're kind of fun, but. What, what are, I look at are him you defeating as the purpose
1: or i mean i look at them as fun yeah you know you do something like that you're, you should be signing a pretty hefty waiver you know? <laughs> sure but um <laughs> but you know yeah it's just fun like it's uh there is something about uh getting loosened up a little bit and maybe being a little bit more adventurous if you've had a couple beers and you're doing an obstacle course or you're running or something like that um uh, no one's gonna say like there's a benefit to like lifting weights um if you're you know drinking whiskey or beer but like if you're doing a fun run or a beer run or something like that that's that's really what it is it's fun um, Um, But that's also, in my opinion, building a good community of people that are like, hey, like we don't take ourselves so seriously that we can't crack a beer from time to time. Yeah. So I I think it's great for that because there's a lot of people out there that they just want to do whatever it is that they do, and be able to have fun, whatever that means to them. And, and you know, and again, there's a lot of uh, people on the fitness side that that frown upon that, and they say, if you're not following our plan to a T, you're a piece of crap. You know? and it's like, no, we're not, we are not do not You don't do want to be the guy that
0: deprives himself of everything, right?
1: Right. No, yeah. no. I mean, why wouldn't? I mean, the, the, the name is Earn Your Booze, and now yeah. it's actually EarnItAll.com because uh, we do more than just booze now, right? But uh, the whole point of earning something is to is to get that, and reward right so it's not just earn 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 forever and then you're, you're gone you know you should have some fun along the way and uh you, you like we also help people like set bigger goals right because earn booze is not just work hard monday through friday and then get drunk on the weekends like that's that's not right, right at all right we want you to lo- like set real physical goals real goals with your business real goals with your family goals that are you know take some extra work they take some determination they take some real planning because when you reach for that bigger goal and you get it it's much more satisfying when you finally do get that reward whether that's just a weekend out with the friends or if that's you know buying a new car or signing a contract or something we 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 try to help people set bigger goals so we can have bigger rewards sure
0: sure and uh back to the to the beer itself dead hanger that that obviously comes from the the exercise move of a dead yeah. hang right
1: that's right
0: so yeah, yeah talk what what is, what is that it mean to you um in terms of a dead hang is that i i read a little bit about you know i know the move but that that's supposedly like the 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 most what um physical test there is
1: it's a great test of how long you're gonna live sure believe it or not right okay um so we we actually started doing this at beer festivals with alex we were doing a pull-up competitions yeah um, yeah but then not everyone could do a pull-up so like a cool let's do dead hangs too right and believe it or not like dead hangs are way harder than people might anticipate right so if you've never done a dead hang all you have to do is go to a anything a pull-up bar a patio overhang somewhere where you can like literally hang straight with your feet off Mm. the ground okay just hang straight and just see how long you can do it a lot of people will set a 60 second or a 90 second timer and they'll be very surprised they don't even get there. Yeah. So that's, you know, this came up. Um, okay. What are we going to name this beer? Right. Because we know the beer is going to be great. We know the collaboration is great, but what are we going to call this? Um, and we're like, earn your booze, earn your beer. And like, like, no, we need something that's catchy. And this design that's on the can is one of our top selling t-shirts. So like, yeah, I like
0: that. So it's kind of a, like a skeleton hand just crushing a crushing, can.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just crushing the crap out of the can right and um, i was actually doing a challenge with uh, my business coach uh, sean whalen called a dead hang challenge and the 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 challenge was whoever can hang the longest won a thousand dollars in a bottle of whiskey and uh, lo and behold i won that challenge and i just started to kind of play out perfectly as this beer was coming around and i was like you know what i've already had some good success with a dead hang so we already have the art what do you think and alex is it was a quick yes i think right and it it just came out because now especially when we go to beer festivals like real wild and woody strong beer fest all the places where you can find us this year we're going to have our pull-up rig there so we do pull-up competitions and dead hang challenges every half an hour and on the every half an hour people can win swag from us from grand canyon they can uh, basically just win free stuff from us because they decided to do a little activity at the beer festival
0: nice are you guys uh speaking of festivals you guys uh what what do you got coming up are you going to be at copper state next i think it's next weekend no no um, not that one
2: okay no i uh i don't attend copper state okay um
0: but strong beer, right? In yeah. February. There's a yep.
2: billion festivals, Yeah, right? for so sure. So w- the first thing first is the 12th, we're launching at Poor Brothers, or Poor Bastards. I do that every time. So Poor, Poor Bastards, Bastards yeah. downtown. It's the same guys that brought you Killer Whale Sex Club. Great place. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so we're going to do a launch party there, and that's going to be pretty fun. And then we have a series of events, earn <clears throat> your IPA, set up. All over the valley, west side, central, uh, east, uh, basically, just like we're just going to bring the beer festival experience to the accounts, right? Same kind of thing. Dead hang, hang out, have fun, maybe win some prizes, maybe uh, learn that you're not as in shape as you thought. Maybe you're better off. And then you know we'll have our prickly pear IPA there, our deep in the green double IPA, and then most importantly, um, this one right here gives you a hazy, a, a, an imperial, yeah, and, and a fruited IPA. So you got three different selections. Three different ways to earn, show up, have fun. Um, Like I said, first one of those is on the 12th, and then I think there's 11 throughout the rest of the month, which leads us right up to Strong Beer Fest. Right? So we're going to be there, and then... um, They're they're busy, but we're going to have this also at Brouhaha on the twenty first of this month. That's
0: up in Flagstaff, right? Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah, that's correct. And since we're Flagstaff brand, we really have to be there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're 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 not obligated, but you you're going to be frowned upon if you're not right.
2: People ask questions if I'm not there. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Uh, I, I didn't attend two years in a row just. I'm very outspoken in this industry about festivals and how they're run. And I want them to be run correctly. And I want them to be run with the breweries in mind. And, uh, I take a very strong stance against festivals yeah. that aren't. However, if they're in Flagstaff, I have to attend them anyways. <laughs> so, uh, it'll be strong beer, real old Woody, brew ha ha. Um, for the big ones, I think there's one I'm missing in my brain somewhere, but if it's, if they're the big ones, we're going to be there with dead hanger, right? We're going to have our launch party, our events, And then, um, you know, Safeway has a a local rotator skew that we make the beer for. This is going to go into there. So it's going to be available in Safeway, Albertsons, Total Wine, statewide. It's The the idea is to, you know, just like this on the can, to crush it this year. Just get out there, uh, get the beer everywhere, kind of spread the message and the ethos. And um,
0: And can people find that right now?
2: uh, Yeah, absolutely. So we have it in our tap rooms right now. It's um, so... Phoenix has yet to receive their shipment, which comes in next week.
0: All so, right. So All right. So if you're sits. listening to this uh, on Thursday, January 5th, it, in another week, it should be out.
2: So by Tuesday, you should be able okay, to cool. start finding it. And then, yeah, uh, like I said, it's it's already our distributor up north has already started putting it out there. So if you live up north, go to Safeway. It'll be there. Yeah. And uh, and it's on draft. Uh, we'll be putting it. You know, a lot of what we're doing now is getting accounts to commit to putting it on draft some will put it on once and then kind of move on like rotators do and then some will keep it on for the duration of this program which is the first half of the year i mean the idea is to continue to make this beer as long as we can and figure out where we go from there but we're just kind of what three days in so (laughs) yeah for (laughs) sure we've been planning for a while but just just trying to just try to take it one step at a time.
0: I like it. And there's been a, so much going on at Grand Canyon over the past year or so. You opened yeah. up a new location and page. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, I, I, I've heard from people up there. They love it. They love the space. Uh, they love, you know, the the, the atmosphere there. Um, I was in uh, your Flagstaff location last February for beer week. Love that spot. I think you guys are pretty new to the, to the small batch going into that, uh, that location. And so if you, if you are accustomed to like Grand Canyon brewing their beers on in cans on the shelves and stores, whatever, make sure you get up there. If you're in Flagstaff and get to that brewery because they have so many great other options that, are just there at that brewery because they're small batch. They're right off the, the they're very fresh. They're right off the tap. Um, I, I think your, uh, our, your friend, Kevin uh, hooked me up with like 12 or 20 different samples. I forget. Oh, um, yeah, Kevin Kelly. Yeah, it was, it was a fantastic night. Um, and, uh, you know, it opened my eyes to a lot of what Grand Keenan is doing new. What was sort of like, uh, big programs, other than what we've talked about, is is, is there any like expansion plans? With I, I know Williams is undergoing that kind of stuff right now, right?
2: Okay, uh, yeah, it's a it's a big question, and I'm happy to answer it. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, thank you uh, for what you said, and and just to kind of just pivot that real quick, um, you're absolutely right. We make so many SKUs th- that do not come down to the valley or even out into much distribution. We're the largest distributor in the state, mm-hmm. or the largest distillery not distributor, um, and like. It depends usually like third fourth fifth depending upon the year you know kind of jumping around in volume scale for breweries but we make a lot of stuff right? we have a roaster we make coffee we make you know we're D d-ing zero percent gin uh each brewery makes its own specialty beers like flagstaff and page and williams we just finished up the williams expansion warehouse all that we Added 80% tank space, um, for production, which is mostly how beer volume gets done. Like we didn't have a small brew house, which we don't, we have a 40, but, um, we needed, we had eight 120 barrel tanks. We needed six more. (laughs) It was, it was a a huge upgrade. Distillery got moved. It's the only thing left to do in Williams is to build the tap room cocktail lounge. It's going to be speakeasy esque, um, for the, uh, distillery. As far as programs go uh outside of the dead hanger, i have two important things that are going on this year which is prickly pear everywhere right like i have a i have a feeling it's my theory that prickly pear became arizona's new mexico hatch green chilies what i mean by that is they got nationally popular prickly pear did about 2019 and that you know just like anything else in fades but new mexico is always known for Hatch Green chilies it's what tourists look for when they go there it's you know it's a big deal they have a festival that's starting to happen here and you're starting to see it and so I've doubled down so we make prickly pear wheat. we make prickly pear IPA which I got tattooed on my hand and now we make prickly pear vodka prickly pear RTDs two of them a vodka soda and a vodka mule and so the idea is we're gonna try to get two prickly pear skews in at least one in every account we have and so that's a big push for us Um, Prickly Pear IPA was exclusive to Safeway all of last year. Um, it's killer beer. We're excited for it. Safeway helped us incubate it. Couldn't be happier. And then the big thing, this, this is the biggest thing I'm working on, right? The dead hanger. But yeah. the second biggest thing is, <clears throat> and I'm very excited. We re-signed with the Coyotes for the third time. So we will be making Kachina for at least three more years now.
0: The Kachina, and that's a, what, a th- like just an ale? like a What's it called, the throwback ale? Is that what it is? Yeah,
2: yeah it's just an easy drink and crusher. It, yeah. it's, it's like as light as Coors Light, right? It's the kind of beer that you don't want to have to earn, that you want to be able to drink five of it a game because you're not going to be working out, right? And that's kind of... The the thought process there. It's
0: but. fun to see that, too, at, a, at an arena where the, a lot of times your options are li- limited to mm-hmm. the big national brands or, you know, oh, absolutely. Bud Light, Budweiser's or uh, what Lagunitas, I think, is the closest thing yep. maybe to craft that. It is. And then you see a Grand Canyon beer at a Coyotes game. And I mean, I jump all over that every time I see it
2: that's thank you um yeah the uh the concessionaires are hard to deal with uh no <laughs> doubt the Coyotes beautiful uh and the concessionaires are great people too they're just uh you know they're getting great deals from bud light 25 ounce cans and stuff like that but you know with the team moving to mullet arena and tempe it's this great opportunity for us right we get to be introduced. like i know my demographic like the back of my hand you know uh but this gives us a new demographic that we're not normally used to dealing with and it's fun and it's exciting and um i'm excited to be working you know in tempe mostly um with the coyotes and stuff like that we're doing all their patio parties like this friday there's one that we'll be attending uh i'm usually at them. i won't be there this friday but um
0: i was gonna say how many games have you been to
2: this year only one this, oh, this year, none.
0: Oh, none, okay.
2: Because, ah, you know... That's why I
0: was curious your thoughts yeah, on the new the- arena, if you've been there yet. I haven't been yet, but...
2: Uh, I have. It was mostly just a joke because it's the fourth. Um, so I went to a game like four weeks ago. Um, I've only been to one this season. Um, I like it. Uh, the players can hear you. Uh, you, you get close, It's a small enough arena. I was yelling at one of the... Uh, uh, Philly guys, and he turned turned his head and looked at me. Oh, that's
0: awesome! It's yes. like reminiscent of when the what the Roadrunners played at Vet's Memorial Coliseum, and there was like no one, you know, maybe like ten people in the crowd, and you can just yell at anybody you wanted.
2: Yeah, and after that Trash Can team from Boston came through, and then we have another Trash Can city coming through. It's just the the energy was palpable. It was sure. it was great. We won both those games too, and uh when we beat the the Phillies, oh my, or the Flyers, Philly Flyers uh the arena was just and that's the thing is like arizona is not like a hockey state so put it in an arena the size that it needs the fan base for right Mm -hmm. it the energy felt so much better than when i'd go to the old arena right and i went to tons of games there concerts but it's big 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 and it's almost too big for hockey it's almost too big for most sports in the state but the new arena is really great um you know we're looking to put kachina anywhere we can and might do some prickly pear kachina you know you never know uh because we like that and uh yeah so that's kind of the the big stuff we're working on we plan to open up two more locations uh in arizona this year so
0: any any details on locations yet
2: hmm, not no, yet no my uh my fan club's a little too big for me to go <laughs> tell all the stories.
0: You got it. You got it. Well, I, I did. Uh, I, it seemed like forever ago. I, I think I, maybe it was your voice or somebody else's voice. I could have swore Grand Canyon was talking about expanding to the valley, but that was years ago. And then it got kind of brought up a conversation that I had with uh, my co-host, Johan, who's not here today, um, that... Flagstaff breweries are kind of like you know you guys are in the north, so you kind of like stick together, like you know the like the the Starks and the Game of Thrones, right? That y'all, well, you know, the like kings everyone the north, is right? everyone just kind of sticks to the north. No one has opened up anything down here. Obviously, um, I know uh, you know Dark Skies getting bigger and Historic is getting bigger, and you guys are getting bigger, but there's there's no one that's made the trek to open anything down here in the valley. I guess your your uh, collaboration with the Coyotes is probably the closest thing to having a Flagstaff Brewery here in the Valley, right? I'll give you this.
2: Uh, So we are the kings of the north. This is true. We say that a lot. It's pretty funny. Just to piss everyone off um just in good fun right like when we first moved a brewery to flagstaff i mocked up a shirt that said uh grand canyon first brewery in flagstaff and on the back it just said when you drive in on milton yes (laughs) just to just to poke them a little bit and have fun
0: yeah because i I think everyone argues still about who's the first right
2: honestly it wasn't us so we don't care (laughs) (laughs) you know i mean we were in williams so um so uh you're right i i've heard tale and I know there have been legitimate attempts to Northern breweries to kind of come down, but one of the things that's important to us in our expansion is that the deal makes sense. Right. And that it, that it's perfect and that we, we really do believe the Kings of the North ethos, right? Like we, when we opened up, we got clowned a lot for being a tourist brand with a tourist name. And, you know, I've spent the last 10 years proving everyone wrong. Um, Phoenix is on the list, but it has to work. Yeah. And we can, have to own it we don't lease property we only have one lease and it's going to stay that way and we only have one lease because we're never going to be able to buy in flagstaff that's just a fact like it's too expensive uh, the city moves too slow we're happy where we are at um everything else we gotta own right so <clears throat> i just talk to you right before we got on part of what i was doing in williams last night was trying to scare some of that money some of those properties and one of those properties we discussed is in the valley so that's where i'll leave it we're looking at some very specific buildings and some very specific cities and mostly they're north but we do plan to come to phoenix
0: that's exciting i mean i think that's been something that i think people are been excited for for a long time, and um, when they hear something, they oh man, we're coming to Phoenix! Like I think everyone here kind of gets a little bit a sense of like civic pride when whenever any they whenever anyone hears about something coming to Phoenix, you know, and, um, I don't know if it's like that in Flagstaff or Williams, but it is certainly here in the Valley.
2: uh Agreed. Uh, I've lived in the Valley uh, since 2002, and uh, and I'm an Arizona native and. I mean, my best guess on that is it's not really a northern thing too much. I mean, I'm from Pine Top Lakeside, right? Like anything goes up there, people it's all anyone's talking about. Oh, sure. But you know, Phoenix is the fifth largest city in the US, and if this country lives long enough to build another metropolis, it'll be here. And I think that's why people get excited, right? Like our population is explosive. Um, we're expanding, we've we've got the money, the 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 weather's great, right? Uh it's dry Florida, sometimes people call it. Um this watching this city grow has been phenomenal to watch and because the West is young and because it's happening in the modern era it like LA didn't get built while Twitter existed right that all happened after we've never really got to watch a metropolis come up in real time in real-time communication it's been amazing to watch and I and I personally am one of those people right like when black rifle coffee came to Phoenix Two locations. Extremely proud of that. I went and, you know, helped them do their both openings, right? Um, I'm always excited when a company that's successful and nowhere near here is like, Arizona is a cool place to post stuff. But mm-hmm. as a side note, Geno's didn't even <laughs> last a year when it did that, right? So it's also going to be the right fit. Just because, oh, yeah. Just because yeah. Arizona orders the most frozen pizzas to be shipped doesn't mean a physical location is going to work here. And that's you know kind of a lot of the thought process that goes into our expanding, right? Like, there's local breweries that are ten million dollars in debt to California investors, but we're not. We're debt free. Uh, you know we we're swinging payments on our properties, but that's it. And so we're going to remain that way. So it was funny because we were talking to some dudes last night. And they're like, "Well, what happens when this?" And like, "Who tells you to do this?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about? We just do what we want to." And they're like, "How freeing." uh uh-huh. it's terrifying too but it's very free <laughs> if we want to open in phoenix we can if we want to open in tucson we we can and that's that's that and that's what we're gonna kind of work towards but
0: it's got to be right it's got to make sense and I, I think i learned that lesson when i talked to uh kevin up at the flagstaff location last year he was telling me about when they opened that the the menu for food was they were intentional that because namarco's pizza was also in the parking lot mm-hmm. that grand canyon wasn't going to do pizza Yep. Or, you know they were going to take that away right you know
2: yeah so um we do scratch kitchens. We have a chef at each location, and then we have a concept chef who kind of travels around. And same thing with our managers. We have GMs at each location. And we have a concept manager. Um, so that's what's always great, right? Williams kind of set the pace, and then we want the menus to have crossover, but we don't want them to be identical. And everyone's got different opinions on that. Like, if you're gonna have, you know, the same sandwich that's in Williams, it's in Page, that's in Flagstaff, I want that to taste the same every time at every place but I don't want everything to be the same at every place. Why else would I build small breweries inside of these things? Exactly. To have special beers. Sure. So, you know, Chef Edith does sushi once a month in Williams, like sets up, goes and gets like fresh fish, has it all like kind of lined up, has everything planned down to the detail, takes pre-orders. We don't do that in any other store, right? That's a that's a her thing. And so that's uh, always been pretty kind of interesting with um, our food offerings and so when we expand, we'll kind of keep that same thing in mind, right? It's what does this neighborhood need? Own your backyard isn't some throwaway phrase for brands. It's it's a livable, measurable thing, right? Like, how does Grand Canyon survive? Well, we own the north, right? And everywhere we moved, when Paige, we moved there and then, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, we're not going to carry your stuff because you're competition, we're like, We're home. We're going to be part of your community. Let's hang out. Let's, right? Like... What is it that's going to offend you about our presence? You think we're going to make the same food as you? We're actually not going to. This This place, like Williams, needed pizza. Paige doesn't need a, a whole bunch of barbecue like we do in Williams, right? So it's just it's all a matter of what does this community need? How can we be of service? Because as long as we do that right, the only thing we need in exchange is money out of people's pockets, <laughs> And they'll come give it to me.
0: And uh, we were talking earlier um, about merchandise too because you have taken a lot of great pride and ownership and enhancing the grand canyon we talked about the earn your booze merchandise off the hook i mean mm-hmm. you guys sell so much stuff at these festivals um tell me a little bit about uh the shirts that the, the shirt that you're wearing and yeah. some like grand canyon they're, they're kind of their philosophy going forward and and, and merch because I, that's a big part of going to a brewery and and actually <laughs> Taking something away other than you know the the beer I just drank, which doesn't sit with you for that long, right? Um, yeah. after you after you obviously you work out and you earn your booze, but the the shirts and the hats and stuff they stick with you, and that um that's really important to customers and and to you guys to to make sure that that looks good, right?
2: Absolutely. So the shirt I'm wearing is uh, it's an idea I had submitted to Kevin, our brand manager, and this is not the idea I submitted to him but it's a better idea and so I, I, I thought it would be cool if it looked state if, of arizona if, with if, some if, suds if, on top if, yeah. if the straight edge was like a can sure and then it kind of faded into the state i thought that would be cool um he did this where it's like just the state's a foam. i've seen it kind of copied from a handful of breweries uh up north i'm paying attention um and in so this this is one of our most popular shirts people love this shirt i like it it's very soft um Our mantra is to make beer we want to drink, liquid we want to drink, food we want to eat, and I want to make clothes I want to wear. Right. And so, like you said, people want to take something with them. Like, if you want to sell a shirt, make it fly. Right. No one wants to wear a lame shirt, no matter how much you like something. It could be my favorite thing in the world. If the apparel is not cool, if it's not awesome or rad or makes you want to feel, you know, that pride. You know i am obsessed with arizona i do have a lot of civic pride for the state and i think that you know between the sonoran desert mostly in the u.s being here and the flavors that come out of the ground and the culture here and like the way we are one of the biggest blended states um out there right um so we put a lot of that forward in the apparel a lot of uh sunset starbursts from the flag a lot of state-shaped stuff but kevin is constantly making new designs um, our founder's brother does a lot of our apparel and he'll make like three of just some one-off hat and take him a strong beer. and never make that hat again. Um, they're just gone. Everyone buys them up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we make quite a bit of money on apparel now. And it's funny that we, we had a pretty decent apparel program. And then we went to, uh, the craft brewers conference and I think it was three sisters brewing company. I think that's the right one sitting in on one of their, um, seminars and she talked about how they sell like maybe a hundred thousand dollars in beer a year. And she's like, and I make a quarter million dollars in merch. Wow. She's like, and here's why. And I was like, I'm going to listen to this. And so we took some stuff from that, right? Any great framework has some stuff you can take off it. And uh, yeah, it's really kind of helped, you know, that that limited availability stuff that I just talked about there's a few things that we do to kind of, you know, bring sales up and uh, for merch and yeah, it's, I love good merch. It's also a great way to support people. Like if you don't drink and you want to support your friend's brewery, buy a t-shirt, throw it in your closet, wear it it when you work out. Right. Like it's, I've even seen like some online people, like there's a guy who had a brewery and I think his wife got injured. And then, you know, people were like, well, the best way to support him is they have an online store as merch. Go buy it. And so just lots of different ways to kind of skin a cat on that one. But yeah, I, I, I take, I take this brand very seriously. Right. It's uh, it's my baby. And, i like having a ton of fun this industry is nothing but just the best it's full of mostly cool people um and we all get to dress like the cool teenagers we wanted to be
1: yeah
0: totally
2: so let's make some cool apparel while we're doing it right so that's just kind of how we approach
0: yeah i think it. when we had our uh awards festival back in october there was one guy maybe dressed up in a suit and then everyone else was kind of brewers uh you know button up, uh, the brewer shirt and hats and stuff. I'm okay. like, that's what you want it to be. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the crowd. Uh, speaking of merch, I don't know if Justin caught this, but I I do have, uh, one of the earn your booze cups there. I'll show it to the camera. And, uh, it, we happened by the, the booth at strong beer last year and my wife, of course, I don't know, 20 samples in <laughs> gotta buy a cup. That's right. <laughs> so, Keep that keep that in mind. Uh, or whenever I whenever I pull that out for coffee, I. Like, oh, maybe I should go work out later today. So <laughs> it's a good reminder, right? <laughs> yeah, it's working.
1: You know, everything you just heard here about Grand Canyon is, uh, you know, a big reason why we choose to partner with them and why we're happy and honored to partner with them. Because through wearing Your Booze, we've worked with some of the largest liquor brands on the planet. Like, you know, all the, all the big portfolio brands, you know, the guys that own Don Julio and Bullet Bourbon and Kettle One, mm-hmm. all those big brands like that. So, you know, when we are looking, okay, what are we going to do for, our product because like, i've always wanted a beer you know we're eventually going to have a vodka and a whiskey and we do lots of merch um what you just said there in a nutshell is why we partnered with grand Canyon because everything they do is top notch like if you go to any of their breweries they're all beautiful they're all on theme they're they're kind of like a log cabin or a bass pro shop yeah that season. one in flagstaff
0: that does that if that, feel, yeah. that feels just like a perfect like winter uh mountain town kind yeah. of uh bar to hang out in and or a restaurant brew pub to hang out in. Yeah, for exactly. sure. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And, and all their merchandise like one thing he didn't mention is it's all on really high quality stuff too because a lot of breweries, they'll come up with a cool design but they'll put it on some crap shirt like a Hanes Beefy Tea and it's, the nobody shirt. wants to actually wear it. It's yep. be soft. You know? Yeah, so everything they do.
0: <laughs> yeah, my large shrinks down to a medium or the sh- mm-hmm. in, in with one wash.
2: That was one of the first things we actioned. is the first brand we went with uh, was good but a they would shrink half a size. And I just don't do that, man. No, like I, you can't have that. This is the year of our Lord 2023. Why on earth are we still calculating shrinkage Right on shirts you buy? Like, I wear this size. I should be able to buy this size. We should figure out how to stop making shirts sure shrink either through something we can do pre-wash or just figure it out, right? And, yeah. and we have, like, you can have quality materials that won't shrink up on you. And that's not to say that, like, Things that do don't have their purposes or their use, and they do. But again, I I, I just I'm I'm excited to be living in the future, right? Be and and I and I'll, and I'll repeat it again because it's one of my favorite things is like a lot of us do just dress like the cool teenagers we always wanted to be because um the uptight boomer class is kind of fading out and we're taking power, and so it's fun, right? And uh again, like I like to be as rugged and rough as anybody else. I'm, you know, an outdoorsman. I grew up in the mountains. You know, I love doing the earn it all stuff. But like, why does my shirt got to suck? Why do I got to be uncomfortable wearing it? Mm-hmm. It should just be so, it should feel like a hug, to be honest. Like, it, it mm-hmm. really should. Like, when I put my shirts on, like, right after, like, this morning when I put the shirt on, I just got out of the dryer. It was, not well, still hot, but just pulled it after I folded everything else, put it on. It just felt so soft and just on my skin i was like it's such a satisfying feeling
0: there's no second guessing on that yeah like am i gonna regret wearing this shirt later in the day and if the answer if you even have to ask yourself that just put just take the shirt off and just like throw it away right there were
2: so many years of my life where i was basically forced either through work uniform or just you know money or just whatever just my own ignorance like just never comfortable wearing a shirt and then Once I found myself in control of that, uh, I was like, oh, this is very solvable. Uh, and that's just something, again, it all comes back to like, I don't know. I think in the, the age of influencers, right? Like just if you're genuine and people like what you do or what you like, they, they, they kind of like jump on board. And so like, I like comfortable clothes that look rad and hopefully y'all do too. Right. And if you don't, don't buy my shit.
0: Yeah, I haven't Sorry. been to the uh, to the Williams location, but I know the Flagstaff location. It oh, it kind of has almost like a mini department store feel the the merch uh, section there. It's like there's <laughs> like it's like it's like really well done, you know. You should check out Williams. All right, it's all right.
2: Three times the size. Like so I that'll be
0: my, my winner or my my winner, my summer plans for sure.
2: I don't know if you've ever been to Boulevard, um in Kansas City brewing. It's big. Uh our merch is kind of inspired by that, right? You walk okay. in, you're immediately immersed in like a Disneyland style gift shop. <laughs> it's big. It's it's where our hostess area is, like it's a hangout. There's a big um iron um uh potbelly stove that actually does heat up the place. It's always got wood in front of it in the winter. Like, I walked by it last night. It's got a sign that says, don't touch. It's hot. Yeah. Um, You know, it's got this river feature. You walk across the bridge, and then the whole place opens up into this massive two-story tap room. There's an upstairs with a second bar that usually doesn't get used, but when we're busy, it does. And then that goes to our kitchen, which is oddly small. And then that goes, and you go right out the kitchen, and then you're in the brewery. Right? And so it's this just massive envelopment of the brand I, I call it the best pro shop of breweries
1: it really is there's a river in it
2: <laughs> like they're, no they're, kidding they're, well, there's stuffed animals in a yeah. treehouse, and yeah. uh,
1: little kids go fishing in it right uh a few fill in
0: there
2: <laughs> it. It, it's it's not not hilarious uh it's hilarious. Uh you just can't like obviously laugh cuz someone's fishing their kid. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, no. It's not not like the uh Michael Scott falling in the pond and Jim just like not getting him out and everyone laughing.
2: We we had a we had a woman fall in the pond. I was just literally this morning telling somebody about this and I was like what's really funny is when little kids fall in usually just an adult comes and scoops them up or mm-hmm. someone sees and catches it, right? You know, and we we are a family brewery so our kids are like Uh, John everyone's kids are always running around the brewery uh so we're on top of that kind of stuff but when you're an adult person who has fallen into a very small display river you have to pick yourself out of that like you have to like move and like get on an elbow or a knee you have to like push yourself up like it's it's a whole thing and you're wet and it's not very accommodating on spaciousness it 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 was just one of the most entertaining.
0: Yeah, and I imagine. I've watched. <laughs> you're more than likely a tourist there doing that. So, what do yep. you do there? Do you do you drive home wet? Uh, do you?
2: yeah buy know. some new merch yeah buy merch yeah well, it's right it, there right now you kind of have to it's uh i was there last night it was so cold like the parking lot was still an ice sheet this morning i couldn't imagine falling in in the winter and being like well i guess i'll just hang out <laughs> no you're gonna buy some no, merch and yeah, change for all, sure. all of those clothes <laughs> for sure
0: you're gonna need a hoodie and the beanie and i i are there uh brewery pants
2: now i don't know you, you just wear the <laughs> <pants>. <laughs> yeah, you buy you a hoodie like pants <laughs> yeah two hoodies yeah a <laughs> yeah. couple
0: couple uh orders of socks too
2: we do socks yeah uh i like socks i I like brewery socks yeah it's really funny though um i see you have the wilderness sticker on your thing so they um they uh they would always put beard crafted on their their beers and uh me and brett detler founder wilderness buddies and i was making socks he's like do you know what would be hilarious i was like if i put foot crafted on the bottom he's like you read my mind <laughs> and so all of our socks on the bottom say foot crafted perfect for no reason <laughs> for no reason for no reason
0: for no reason i mean well there's probably somebody listening to this now that w- has wondered that the entire time they put those <laughs> socks on and now they kind of know well handcrafted
2: is then our, our logo right like if you look sure. at our, our logo right here it says handcrafted we actually had to fight for that trademark and won it um, so i just you know it's on your foot it's foot crafted
0: <laughs> the handcrafted trademark just for brewing or just in general trademark
2: inside of that logo right so yeah I, like so there's the whole tito's blah and stuff like that and they're like well you know so i forget exactly we have a very good trademark attorney with a name like this we're the only national park named brewery with a trademark right? yeah so like zion and all the other national park name breweries don't have one we're the only one we have a very good trademark attorney um and I've had to defend this brand quite a bit. Even Rogue put out a beer called Grand Canyon. They were really cool when I was like, "What are you doing?" Rogue <laughs> up in Oregon. That they're, Rogue. Yeah, they're like, wow. "Oh, you guys are still open." Sorry about that. I was like, I was like "Ouch," but thank you. <laughs> I think we uh,
0: I think we have a good uh, streak now of getting uh, cease and desist stories on our on our podcast. Perfect. I kind of like that. I'm not saying you guys are a cease and desist, but there's always that friendly phone call, right? Of. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we understand. We'll we'll knock it off, right?
2: So, so I just want to be very clear about anyone in the beer industry listening to this. A cease and desist is the friendliest way to legally cover your ass. Yeah. People are like, oh, just pick up the phone. Do you know how many stories in ugly lawsuits starts with that? It's wild. A cease and desist to me is the friendly, please stop. <laughs> call me if you have questions. That that That's the call me. And... I found that to be particularly wise Um, when we were a younger brewery. Yeah. You want the instinct is we're friends, right? And I I just want to pick up the phone, call you, but the Lagunitas Sierra Nevada lawsuit showed us a lot and it was just protect yourself, right? Like, uh, this will be day five in a row. I say this, the reason our company mostly works and the reason why I've been friends with my, uh, you know, partner for 10 years, uh, Or I've known him since we were kids. The reason it works, I always tell people, I'm like, listen, friendship is divine. Don't do business without a contract. Just don't do it. Nope. That way, when someone's mad, or especially in our industry, had a few beers in them, someone says some stuff they don't mean or didn't want to, and there needs to be a mediation, there's a piece of paper that says what happens. Just keep it. That way, when you guys are getting heated up, it's in the back of your mind how this plans out. Because when you're mad, you're like, well, I'll do this and this, and that'll work, because you're not thinking clearly, right? (sighs) Uh, The beer business is full of a lot of really great people who uh, sometimes don't do their due diligence. And so, uh, always send a and d and always have a contract with your partners.
0: I like that. Good advice out there if you're listening, thinking about starting a brewery, starting want to brew beers with your buddies and call that a business. Uh, Listen to my man, Alex, over here. He's...
2: I've, I've, He's watched, been through it. I've watched a lot of those friendships turn into not friendships from a distance. I like that. Me and John's still strong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Grand Canyon is still strong and their latest beer, dead hanger, hazy pale ale. Look for it starting next week here in the Valley. It's up there in, um, at the uh, Grand Canyon brewing locations already up North and uh their collab with earn your booze great local company great uh, website what is it Earnitall.com. yes sir you guys are on earnitall.com, look through their apparel site um awesome shirts awesome hats what other kind of stuff you guys have on that site
1: you can link to it right from that website but earn it all is where we get you into our training program so you can learn how to earn your beer earn your booze and just get in shape in general, right? We've assembled like the best fitness and nutrition coaches on the planet who, who also like to drink, right? They also get your lifestyle. So if you, if you haven't had success before with you know finding the results that you want for your body and your mind, come give us a shot. You Go to earnitallacademy.com. You can see the different options there. We even have a, an app on the Apple and the Android store. You can download to your phone. It connects to your watch so you can track Literally everything from your sleep to your steps to your workouts to your calories and protein and carbs, everything. We've basically made it really easy for you so you don't have to think about how to earn your booze. You just follow our coach's advice and you're going to get results. What's the app name? It's called Earn It All.
0: Earn It All. There you go. App Store, Earn It All. Download the app uh start getting in shape for 2023 i'm i'm starting i hit the peloton a couple times this week back in the gym tomorrow and i'm gonna earn my booze uh with these guys and 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 the cans kind of if you leave a couple of those in your fridge and you drink them once in a while it'll remind you to earn your booze every time you look at your beer fridge
1: right guys that's right yes sir
0: all right well thank you so much alex from green canyon brewing and justin you. from earn your booze thanks so much for being here today guys
1: cheers bud thank you cheers
0: Awesome conversation with those guys. I appreciate Justin and Alex for coming in here and spending uh, about 45 minutes with us chatting about beer and doing dead hangs. And I'm going to do some dead hangs, I think, uh, after this episode and um, maybe do some push ups and maybe go see what they're all about over there at, at uh, Earn Your Booze. He's going to. He, he did give me the invite, so maybe you'll see a much, much leaner me on the next episode. And speaking of that, we will be out at on location at 100 Mile Brewing to record the next episode. Look for it out next week, next Thursday. And in 2023, my real New Year's resolution is not to do all these push-ups and drink all this beer, but I do still plan to do that. But the real resolution is to get these podcasts weekly in on your phone wherever you listen to your podcast every thursday morning hopefully you wake up on a Thursday thursday and you think about us you think about phoenix magazine what what brewery are they talking to so look for a new episode every thursday i'm gonna get these scheduled out uh we have 100 mile brewing coming up uh spent spent some time there i've been there twice already uh really fantastic spot in in tempe brand new spot then later this month look for episodes with uh, our the Arizona brewery of the year Oro Brewing in Mesa We're going to chat with Jesse and Dave uh, about their big year and what they have in store for 2023, and then another new brewery that opened up a couple months ago, Kitsune. I've had their beers for a while. They've been uh, brewing uh, with the help of Simple Machine for a while, but they just opened up, um, Tyler just opened up his new location in North Phoenix. Very excited to go up there and check it out. Uh, I love Kitsune Hazy IPA, one of my favorite beers in Arizona, so we're going to be chatting uh, all month long, Uh, every Thursday morning look for a new podcast coming out the Phoenix Magazine Beer Review Podcast we're kicking off season 2 we hope you enjoy, we hope you enjoyed the Arizona Craft Beer Awards and the festival that we did in October we're looking to do that again this year uh, with the help of the Arizona Craft Brewers Guild, we want to encourage participation in awards and your participation at our festival next October it was a great time out at the uh, lawn at State Farm Stadium and we're going to look to do it again. So enjoy until next week. We'll see you at 100 Mile Brewing next week. And thanks to uh, Grand Canyon and Earn Your Booze for the first episode of 2023.